everyone, and welcome back to the Reader Copy Recap. It is Monday, July 5th. Uh, happy 5th of July, United Staters. Uh, my name is Chris, and I'm joined by my co-host, Daniel. Correctamundo. Happy Cinco de Julio. <laughs> Cinco de Julio. It's Cinco de Julio, right? I don't know. Cinco de July. <laughs> Um, we're doing the uh, fourth episode of Loki. Right. Episode four is titled The Nexus Event. Again, directed by Kate Heron, but written by Eric Martin. Nice. Uh, this was a pretty good episode. I'd say better than the last one. The last one just had the two of them, but now it's like two sides of the, the show clashing together again. Again, TVA and Loki's, I guess. It feels really good to have Loki back with Owen Wilson. Yeah, I think I think that's... I think that's the pairing we really need in this show. <laughs> Honestly, I think if this was a movie, it would be like in my top three Marvel movies. Wow, really? Wow. I'm really, <laughs> wow, I really like it. Uh, I don't know if it was my favorite episode just because, well, there's a lot going on. It was a shorter one. It was shorter than the other ones. So there's, there's that. It felt long though. It felt meaty. Like it felt like a lot of things happened. A lot grander, maybe different sights. Uh, okay, understandable. Huh. I think also we got to see a lot of the talent of the actresses of the show. Uh, of course, mainly like Gugu Mbatha-Ra, Minumi Masuku, and um, Sofia DiMartino, of course. Uh, I think it was like kind of like their episode to really show their talents. And I think they all did really good. Okay. Yeah. I've always loved uh, Gugu Mbatha-Ra because she's in like the special episode of um, Black Mirror that it made yeah. me cry. If you watch that episode, it made me cry pretty hard <laughs> <laughs> okay um yeah i liked her in this because spoiler alert to the end she's like she's like the villain she's not a good character yeah yeah she there's something lying underneath her right underneath her her eyes her gaze or something that she's keeping under wraps and we know it yeah and we see her in the past as not uh what do you call it, like a judge she is like a minuteman a soldier for the tva back when she first captured uh what's her name lady loki child sylvie, sylvie. um yeah. she's a freaking ch- kidnapper the hell she's <laughs> yeah literal kidnapper <laughs> right we see her in her asgard um and she's just like playing with toys and they should just take her from her room and then leave and then we see her go through the tva just like loki did but before she could be judged she grabs the tempad and escapes escapes uh nowhere to be seen for a while and we jump to current time with ravenna renslayer and again this is her just losing sylvie um so she has to you know appear in front of the court in front of the blue man group and talk to the timekeepers Uh, the first time we see the timekeepers where we only just see their eyes glowing red, mm-hmm. I thought like, whoa, this is super cool. They look weird. And I like that. Like, I want it to go kind of weird. And then, um, and then she comes out and Owen Wilson's character, uh, Mobius is waiting for her and he wants to talk to, uh, is it C20? That's correct. Yes. That one, uh, captured Minutemen hunter. Uh, earlier back at a rocks cart but uh renslayer won't let him talk to her because uh she is dead uh, she's uh like apparently she went crazy at a certain point and she's gone so something went wrong with c20 that uh mobius can cannot see her right something went wrong with her right 
Um, and then we catch up with Loki and Sylvie. And Lamentus is falling now even further than it did earlier. <laughs> uh, again, they did not get on the escape vessel. It's mayhem. Yeah, they're pretty much just waiting to die. The planet is falling on top of the moon. And I mean, it looks really pretty, but yeah, it, it's like an Armageddon. Absolutely. And Sylvie goes into her past because she's just kind of, I don't know, end of her life points. She's kind of reminiscing, talking about how uh, her reality was erased she was a prisoner for a little bit but then she stole and again ran with the tempad uh and this is kind of where we realized that when she said she was an orphan it was really an orphan by the doing of the tva they reset her parents right right yeah they really took her away um she has like a kind of like an intimate moment with guy loki and uh this causes a energy like variance that the tva can detect and they see and it's like one it's like one of those lines but it's like almost like a straight line going up instead of like a gradual incline that means it's like very strong like high energy and it's weird because they're in an apocalypse event and usually whatever you do in that it doesn't matter but their bond for some reason so strong that it is changing time yeah i didn't get that like what with the logic that the show presented if it's apocalypse everything gets washed away so what's going on they're supposed to die there so i i again weird time science stuff uh but we'll just wash it under the rug right brush it under the rug well i think their connection how loki guy loki starting to have feelings for her is enough to change the course of time and uh remember there's like something like they said in the last episode like we're loki's we're survivors we don't we lose but we don't die Mm-hmm. So I think even if like they stayed there and the planet crashed on them, they would survive. <laughs> I see. Okay, maybe there was something else supposed to happen. Someone was gonna jump in or whatever. But instead, the Minutemen went through the time doors and took them back out of Lamentis into the TVA. I really like the following shot is when they're like handcuffed and had the the collars on them and they're being dragged into their interrogation rooms and it's it's only music that you hear you don't hear them struggling because they're like fighting and trying to get away and you could see like loki when they separate them he's like really like i don't know emotional about it especially because like it's um mobius right next to him and like he thought there's his friend and now he's like throwing him and like taking away like uh what he what mobius is making fun of like his girlfriend right right he like there's like he's picking fun at him a bit right but loki mm-hmm. is saying uh right before he gets tossed away away again into another time door another I don't know what is it, a dimensional door. Uh, he mentions, no, the TVA are lying to you. But of course he doesn't believe him. Loki's lie. So they throw him into the time door, which is a red one, not a usual like yellow one. And it is a whole Doctor Strange Dormammu situation with him li- reliving a memory of, surprise, Lady Sif appears. And it's when he cut her hair and then she comes out and like hits him and knees him in the crotch. But it's like this uh, never ending loop that he has to live. Just this repeating scenario, right? It's like a private hell for him. Um, and Sif is just, I don't know, saying the same thing over and over um, with her effed up haircut. 
Um, and <laughs> eventually he kind of kind of breaks down a bit. Like he, he kind of falls to the ground and says, uh, well, Sif, I've only been doing this because I'm craving attention, right? I, I'm guessing this is his past, right? But um, yeah. this still doesn't work on Sif. She just keeps going for his nuts. <laughs> I think what really hurts is not the physical well, knee to the groin. It's what hurts is her words is that he'll always be alone. Again, we see scenes of Renslayer and Mobius talking to each other. And Mobius still is like wondering why couldn't he speak to the variant, right? Why can't he speak to Sylvie? Something's going wrong. Uh, B15 for a bit is like asking about uh, Loki. And there, there is, is something else going on with uh, Winmi's character, B15. Right. So she actually goes in to interrogate Sylvie. But instead, she opens a time door and they go to uh, the rocks cart where Sylvie usually hides away. And she's saying like, what did you do to me? You did some kind of magic to me. Thinking that Sylvie invaded B-15's mind, but actually those are actually memories of B-15's life before being uh, a Minuteman person. So she's surprised to know that she's a human, like there's a past before all of this. No, I was created by the TVA, right? But no, it's news to her too. She was happy is what she said. And she's like kind of like crying in the rain. Oh, man. Uh, and I think this is like a nod to Blade Runner, which uh, Blade Runner. I, I, I personally don't like Blade Runner, but a lot of people do. I really like the 2049 I, I don't think I've ever finished Blade Runner the first one, to be honest. I, I probably should. I think I would like it. I read the book, so that's why I, maybe that's why I don't like the movie. <laughs> you read the book and did not like it. <laughs> um, so they go back, and now it's like they're on the same side. Uh, B-15 knows that she has to stop the TVA. So she says, like, well, what do you need me to do now? And then this is when we cut to, back to Mobius and Loki, and he's interrogating him. And I think this is when Mobius tries to like trick Loki and saying like that they had already killed Sylvie really just trying to like get more information from him yes uh, Loki lies about being the whole perpetrator the whole thing the whole organizer while Mobius is lying about Sylvie being gone and this is all just to bring out emotions in Loki you can see it straight in his face that he's kind of tearing up a bit and it there's a weird romance between Loki and Sylvie. Like, what? What is this? <laughs> is this is this incest? Is, how how does I don't know. I, I don't know what the rules are for variant love. It's someone that's in your family, right? <laughs> but it, it, it's so in your family that it's you. But it's someone from a completely different dimension. There's that, right? Yeah. <laughs> It's not you, technically. It's not like a clone, right? I don't know. We, we got to ask uh, the timekeepers when we see them next time. <laughs> Um, this is also when Mobius swapped out the Tempad with uh, Renslayers and he goes off and he like checks it out and this is where he sees video footage of C20 during her interrogation and she's like frantic saying like oh no I had a life before you guys gotta believe me and and it kind of like cuts off with uh, Renslayer like cutting the video so this you know obviously angers Mobius he's angry so he pulls Loki out of that um, memory repeating memory that he's in and you know tries to get him out of the TVA or whatever to escape to go on with this other mission but he's stopped there by Renslayer and a couple of guards and this is like the saddest moment of the entire show as <laughs> 
Renslayer has one of the guards prune Owen Wilson. So many characters have died in the MCU. Uh, Quicksilver, Gamora, Black Widow, even Loki himself. I think this was the most shocking death, and the one that hurt the most was Owen Wilson's death. <laughs> Absolutely. Cuts to my bone. You know, just put that prune stick into my heart instead. <laughs> uh, Renslayer is like the worst villain of all the MCU. Oh, yeah. Thanos who? <laughs> So they take Loki and Sylvie uh, to go confront the uh, timekeepers because they want to witness them being killed, being pruned. Right. Uh, we see them in this like really, like, the room we were in earlier, it's very like foggy. Uh, it's kind of a um, uh, very creepy vibe. My favorite timekeeper is the green one with the, the lisp and alien looking mustache. I, I, I think I have a favorite. <laughs> Does he talk like, 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 like grumbling like yeah. this? Like that's, that's how I, he talks? <laughs> I think you can't understand any of them and he's the one you can understand the least <laughs> i know I, there's, there's, there's like one that like barely talks to like calms whispers like I, I don't understand any of them uh but the two of them are standing in front of the timekeepers ready for their judgment but uh breaking in is b15 to save the day she uh, turned on the tva and is fighting off these guards she unlocks the Loki and Sylvie collars that they're wearing, so they're free, and also brings uh, Sylvie's like sword thing that's kind of cool. And it's an all-out fight with the Lokis, the guards, Renslayer's in the mix. Um, Sylvie's able to knock out Renslayer. Uh, all the guards pretty much fall to the ground, and Sylvie finally takes her sword and tosses it straight at the middle timekeeper, cutting off his head. Now, this is kind of a creepy shot because as the head rolls down, the other two timekeepers are like just like laughing. They think this is hilarious because they think that they've won, but really they're not even close. They don't even really understand what's going on because the head that rolls is a robotic head. It's an android. It's all the sham. It was all fake the whole time. They're androids, mindless. Someone is behind the scenes controlling these puppets. It's uh, it's James Franco. Okay. <laughs> from, the, from the Wizard of Oz. What the hell? He was in the Wizard of Oz? <laughs> Remember he is, there's like a, a prequel where he's like the Wizard of Oz. Oh, the, oh my God. Do you remember that? I don't. Is it like Yellow Brick Road or something? Some, the I Wizard? I don't know what it's called. It's like a Sam Raimi movie where he plays the wizard before he's the Wizard of Oz. <sighs> the most. Okay. The, the, the most evil villain of the Marvel Universe. Okay. <laughs> And then uh, they they think like oh it's we're, it's never gonna end we're never gonna catch the real timekeepers, but Loki tries to uh, tell Sylvie like no we're gonna keep going because I am here with you now to help you you're not alone anymore and he was also mentioning like the time on Lamentus like he wanted to say like he's having feelings for her uh-huh. but he runs out of he runs out of time okay I <laughs> I'm I'm just a Loki standing in front of another Loki. <laughs> Um, He's not standing there much longer, though. From behind, he literally gets backstabbed by Renslayer, and Loki gets pruned. Our main character gets pruned. Uh, Is he the main character? Because it's just called Loki. doesn't mean it's him. It's his name, isn't it? (laughs) And there's like a little scuffle. uh, Renslayer gets thrown down, and Sylvie could prune her, too. She has the the little staff thing pointed right at her, and Renslayer's like, do it. Like, I I dare you, do it. But no... Sylvie wants answers, and that's where we end the episode, right? Uh, all things are tied. Everything's uh, next episode. We could just go into next episode. No, there is an end credit scene. 
Loki wakes up in a, a different world. He's alive. Is he quote unquote alive? Whatever. Is it hell? But standing in front of them are three Lokis. Well, four. There's Kid Loki. Four Lokis. Uh, Black Loki, uh, Richard E. Grant, <laughs> and Alligator Loki. <laughs> okay. They all get nicknames except for Richard E. Grant. Yeah. <laughs> I really like his costume. It's like classic Loki. It looks like uh, like what Vision and Scarlet Witch's costumes would be. Like if it was comic book accurate, that's what Loki's would be. Yeah, kind of like the Vision Halloween costume. I think it's uh, it looks kind of crappy in that way a bit, but it's that classic like first version in the comics, very old type of Loki. And they're all like, you know, come with me if you want to live because it looks like they're in like a destroyed New York. Because you can see the Avengers Tower in the background and it's all like falling down. And I think this is what would have been to New York if Loki had won and the Avengers had lost. Oh, okay. I see. I didn't know it was specifically New York. I just saw it was like an apocalyptic event. Maybe they're living in a perpetual apocalypse or something. And that's how they're hiding, whatever like that. But uh, yeah, more Lokis. We've been waiting for other Lokis to pop up and we're finally getting a couple more. Who knows who else is in this world, whatever he's in. So if Loki is alive, is that to say everyone that was pruned is also alive with more versions of themselves is there owen wilson with a bunch of other owen wilson's now i believe so there's a bunch of owen wilson's there there's zoolander owen wilson there's, there's all wedding crashers <laughs> wedding crashers yeah you might get yourself a, a vince vaughn in the mix uh, maybe uh <laughs> there's one vince vaughn <laughs> there's there's a random luke wilson he just gets tagged along because he's the little brother <laughs> Uh, I want to see that show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can you imagine Vince Vaughn in the middle of the Avengers? <laughs> so that's how that episode... Did you know there was a mid-end credit scene? Um, I check every every uh, episode, just in case, because oh, we did okay. get that for one division. Okay, because I usually... Like the past three episodes, I kind of figured there's no end, so I didn't, I didn't watch the credits. But something about this episode made me feel like there's going to be something at the end. So I stayed. What? Are you serious? Like there's actually some unspoken thing that there's going to be... <laughs> It just, felt, it just felt like I, I expect there to be one if it's like the finale or something. But something about this episode, something about Loki, quote unquote, dying, just felt like, no, there's got to be more. There's got to be a twist. There's got to be a reveal. And I was right. There was. And it blew my mind. Yeah. I mean, so what the hell do you think is going on? Is this just like a little pocket world where all people that are pruned go go there? Or is it, uh, do you think, still, okay, there's a lot of things like back. The timekeepers, what who is their boss? Who's, who's behind? the the strings I, I mean are the timekeepers real maybe they've been puppets the whole time and there's one person controlling it uh, maybe the timekeepers I don't know never existed maybe another Loki created the Ooh, okay, TVA okay. I don't know it, the how weird the show this episode got now it could be like anything well I have like these a- android lizard pe- people controlling the TVA yeah I, I've been saying this whole uh, recap show that I've been saying that like the timekeepers are not real I, I had that guess for a while now um, I like your idea though where it's maybe like some evilist version of Loki that is maybe has a resentment towards the other Lokis and is pruning all of them because again what they're aiming for a lot are Loki variants right that the TVA mentioned that that they're always the ones causing trouble mm-hmm. so maybe they're just going for yeah. all of them whether they're variants quote unquote or not just going for all of them yeah maybe there's one other Loki that is trying to capture and kill all the other Lokis so he could be the one the most powerful right and it's gonna be played by Jet Li it's gonna be Jet Li <laughs> 
Well, it could just be anyone that has a resentment towards Loki in general. Just wants all of them not to exist, you know? Out of the four new Lokis, which one is your favorite? Ooh, Richard E. Grant, I gotta say. Yeah, it's Good a look. costume. Kid, I, I'm interested in Kid Loki. I want to see if he's cool. And then the little, uh, is it a crocodile alligator? I don't know what it is. I hope it, it, it does something, too. I hope it's not just like a pet. Yeah, yeah. And also, the black guy, is he is he like a Thor, too? Because he has a hammer. Is there like a mix? Like, is he in between? Between, what's his story, right? I don't. It, it looks like a makeshift hammer, though. So it's almost like he's jealous of Thor, so he made his own. Oh, maybe, maybe. You know, he's the buffest Loki so far. Yeah. Well, we have two more episodes. I expect them to be the craziest episodes out of the whole season because who knows what's going on now? Uh, maybe Renslayer knows who's really in charge because it seems like she knows more than she's leading on. And are we going to see Owen Wilson anymore? I hope we do. I hope he comes back and saves the day. So somehow and sylvie and b15 maybe they're in the tva trying to take it down somehow so i'm interested i can't wait for the next episode me too we're leaving off with more questions than answers which is a good way to be actually in the in the end of a tv episode um and like more questions are we gonna have a different loki as the main character for the next season because you know is this loki dead whatever i don't whatever it is uh, but this was a pretty damn good episode. You guys won't want to miss uh, next week. We'll be talking about the fourth episode and how crazy that gets. Uh, so please subscribe to the Reader Copy podcast. Uh, you can find us on all major podcast platforms. And find us on all the social medias at the Reader Copy podcast is where you can find us. Like we're on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Do you have a, an outro for this, Daniel? Do you want to give us an outro? So is anyone else angry at the shirt the TVA makes Loki wear? It's like his collar goes from his neck all the way to his shoulders it makes me angry <laughs> that doesn't make me angry okay all right all right, all right. we'll see you guys next week <laughs> bye